Hello, everyone. This is Wisdom Comes with Wrinkles podcast, and this is episode number three. Um, the premise of the podcast is, you know, getting older in the workplace is not something to be afraid of. It's something to be celebrated. It's something to be cherished. You know, battle wounds and scars, you know, we've gone through a lot. When you get older, you, you've gone through a lot, and you have a lot to say, and you have a lot to give. And this podcast is all about contributions contribution and, and giving back. Um, today I have Jamie, Jamie Merithew, who is the owner of Mandela Love Affair. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Jamie. Uh, Jamie is amazing, an amazing businesswoman and probably one of the closest people in, in my life. We met, we met at a Kyle Cease uh, seminar at the Omega Institute in upstate New York uh, a, a little over three years ago and Jamie sat next to me and we pretty much sat next to each other throughout the entire weekend. I mean, we were so close that people walked over to us and said that you come here together. And it was an amazing weekend. It was an amazing experience. And then Jamie and I, we just, after that, we just kept in touch and kept in touch. We kept talking, talking, talking and talking. And we've seen each other you know, through, through a lot of things, you know, the universe or God, whatever you believe in, you know, sends you certain people. And I believe that, that I've been sent Jamie, I've been sent you. Um, Jamie is outstanding. And I have a, a, a uh, I have a notepad here. And as Jamie's talking, I will be making some notes. She does dot mandalas, probably one of the most gorgeous detailed uh, items creative, beautiful items on mugs, on murals, hand-drawn. Uh, the patience that it takes is, is spectacular. And I'm not the only one who thinks so. Uh, Jamie has 187,000 followers on TikTok. She has 3.6 million views, video likes, video likes on TikTok. On Instagram, she has over 15,000 followers. And on Facebook, she has over two. So Jamie, I'm not the only one who thinks that you're amazing. So I just want to say welcome, you know, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You know, this is, this, if any opportunity I have to just sit down and chat with you is always time well spent. So, um, you know, I was thinking about um, when I met you and everything and how it was, like you said, it was just instant and it was just automatic and it was so easy to be around you and to talk to you. And uh, I just hope you know that the feeling is very, very mutual. I believe you were sent for me as well. And I'm mm -hmm. so grateful to know you. And I can't wait to see what's next for us because dear God, we've been working hard <laughs> and we're doing so many good things and there's so many more good things to come. Yes, we have. We've been working really hard, really, really hard, right? And like you said, there's more, there's so many more great things and we get to do them together. Uh, and we're in different locations. You know, uh, Jamie's in Canada. Um, obviously you can hear my, uh, you can hear my accent. I'm from New York, but with Zoom and telephone, it's like we're in the same room all the time. Yeah, it's wonderful. All right. So Jamie, tell our listeners a little bit about you. So, um, I used to work in corporate. I used to work for an automotive software training company. And that was honestly the first time in my working life where I really was able to stand very, very firm in I'm, I'm good at my job. I was really good at it. And I really enjoyed that part of it. But 
there was a lot of different things that were, were getting really heavy. And then a bunch of life events happened as well. I was moving from working for somebody else to starting my own business, doing the same kind of thing, but on my own. Um, my dog passed away very unexpectedly and he was my world. My whole idea of working for myself was so I could be at home spending more time with him. And honestly, it completely broke me. And um, Kyle Cease, where we met at the retreat, his content was something that I just kind of happened upon. And it's the only thing that felt like it made sense. It kind of gave me some hope that there was still something I, I could still move forward and be happy and have some joyous times in my life. And his focus was all, all on, you know, what are the tens in your life? What are those things that you can do for hours on end and never get tired of them? And you really look forward to them. And if you don't know what they are, start doing some looking around and seeing what happens and anything that sparks your interest, give it a try. And um, Mandela's just kind of fell on my lap. And as soon as I saw the image, I thought I can do that. I want to do that. And so I started doing it. It was, it was like, I had no control in it. I was just going and I was just, I think so desperate to feel better and to feel like I was doing something that I actually enjoyed that was worth getting out of bed in the morning that what came of it meant absolutely nothing. It was just now my therapy, that thing that I could do to quiet, quiet my mind and kind of help move things along. Now, when I, I've never really thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I never, it was never kind of something that I, that I thought I would ever do. Um, but because I had started my consulting business, when the idea was broached to me by friends, like, Hey, you should, you're, you're very talented. You do some beautiful work. You should do this as a full-time job. I was just, no, I don't think so. But as I spent more time working on my consulting business, I started to see the areas of opportunity where I could in fact do it. And then in uh, 2020, like the rest of the world, everything stopped dead. And I had all of this time uh, because my consulting business was at a standstill and that's when I just jumped right in. And ever since then, I have been excited to get out of bed in the morning. I've looked forward to getting out of bed. I get these ideas and I feel like this little kid where I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait. Like I, I showed, I showed you Deb one of my paintings oh, before sure. we were on here. And I yes. just, I'm so giddy every time I look at it because I'm like, look at it. It's so pretty. All right, Jamie, show us because they're beautiful. <laughs> And this is one of them. Wow. Now, what is that? Explain that to us. It's beautiful. So this is a round canvas. And so I start with the center dot and then I work my way out. So the symmetrical um, and the round is the, the mandala part of it. So like a medallion. So each um, it's the meditative portion of being able to repeat over and over again and see that symmetry and repetition. Um, mandalas are used a lot in meditation as well, kind of like prayer beads or rosary beads, things like that, where you would necessarily repeat a mantra or follow the lines and allow that to help you calm your mind. Mm -hmm. So I use different tools to create these big swoops. And this one was inspired by the word relief. Wow, that's just beautiful. Thank you. And I'm just giddy about it. And that sort of <laughs> stuff was something that I didn't know that I could, could or would feel again. And the fact that that could do that. And then I started posting my work and then I was started to meet all these other artists in the community. 
And then that's when I kind of realized that there's an opportunity to help other people. If, if I can make this work for me, I can be an example for other people that they can do something simply because they love it. They don't have to look at what they want to spend their life doing as what's going to make them money, but it's going to be about what actually makes them happy. Yes. And you know, it was amazing when you and I sat next to each other, I'm going to share this story. I hope it's okay. You yeah. had this notebook, you had this little notebook and you, and you would, you would like, you would draw on it, then you would close it. Right. And then I'd look over and then you would close it. I go, Jamie, what's in the notebook? And then you just showed me these drawings with these mandalas. And what did you say to me? You said to me, you know, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if I could, if I could make this my full-time profession? Right. Yes. And, and now you're doing that. So what took you from that point to where you are now? Um, honestly, the opportunity of the lockdowns in 2020 and having time at home. Um, I was watching a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk content as well. And he was like, you know what? Do it. Just do it. Just try it and see mm -hmm. what happens. And if you enjoy it, some there's an audience for everybody out there. And there is a niche for all of that. And so one day I was just sitting there painting. I'm like, well, I've got time. I said, I want to do this. So now's the time to try it and kind of a put up or shut up moment. Say you've got no excuse in the world. You've got weeks, if not months to actually put 100% of your attention on building this as a business. So if you don't do it now, what the hell are you waiting for? Yes. And then all of a sudden, you remember the day you had one, one million, one million video likes on TikTok. It was crazy. Yeah, so what, what, what was that like? It made zero sense to me at the time, but it was just so surreal. It was just there. People were watching my video and commenting and asking questions. And it was just fun to watch the numbers grow and just not really have any concept at all of what that meant. Um, but just watching it going, well, this is weird. What did I do? And then trying to kind of have that constant battle going forward of, am I creating what I think people want to see, or am I creating what I want to create and letting my people come to me? And that was a big, big battle that caused a lot of ups and downs for me at the beginning of this, because when I went viral, there was the excitement of it, but then there was the sheer panic because I was having if I'd had 50 candle holders painted, I would have sold out within an hour. And I didn't even have an Etsy storefront set up. I knew nothing about any of this stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm just posting my stuff, hoping people like it. Mm -hmm. Never thinking anything else could happen. So it was a lot of excitement and then, oh God. And then playing catch up. Instead of moving forward, there was a lot of the catch up. So it was very much a roller coaster with those emotions. It's fun to see it happen, but every time it happens, the first thing that pops into my head now is, am I ready for this? Mm -hmm. Am I ready? Do I have stuff? So it's, it's almost helped me become more strategic with the content I post now too, so that I'm not posting stuff that I don't have in inventory. So that if something goes viral, I'm not feeling like I missed out on one of those huge, exciting days where your Shopify is just ding, 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 ding mm -hmm. all day long. Right. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So this is good. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking lessons. I'm hearing lessons, right? So the focus of the podcast is, you know, lessons learned. What do you want to pay forward to the next generation in the workplace? And the workplace can be you working for someone else. The workplace can be that you're working for yourself. You know, work is work as long as you're doing work that you enjoy and makes you happy. So what would you 
what would you like to give back to future generations? That you really can do anything you want. If there's something that you want to do and make money from doing it, and it's a passion, you can do it and make it into a viable career. Is it something that's going to make work into millions and, and all of that sort of stuff? Who knows? But the key that goes with that so importantly is if you want to know that you can actually do anything you want to do, you have to get really, really clear on what it is you want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Because those answers change over and over again. So kind of staying on top of that and knowing what is my ultimate goal is my ultimate goal to drive a Cadillac and have a fancy apartment. That's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to wake up every morning and be excited for my day to not stress about the day-to-day -day basic survival things that I need to do and go to bed at night, pleased with who I showed up as, as a person and pleased with what I contributed to the world. Oh my God. That's amazing. You know, you know, I have these type of conversations with, people sometimes and I say, well, what's your dream? You know, what's your dream job? And they say, oh, what the fantasy? You know, it's almost like yes. do something that I really love. It's, it's just not possible. And I have bills to pay, I have things to do. You know, my premise is I want you to make money doing what you love for a living, right? But yeah. this is how it starts. It starts with, you know, can, you know, I have everything in a book and I'm, and I, I, I'm afraid to show it to the world, to putting it out there and putting it out there and having like such a reception to what you do, which is, you know, again, it's God or the universe saying, Jamie, you're on the right track. And then like living into that and having to put systems in place. But why can't you, why can't you do what you love and make money? I mean, that is really, truly the goal. And I think we lost our way at a certain point where we just have decided that there's a separation between I need to pay the bills and then I need to be happy. And I, I would like to see that changed. I think, I think that it would be so encouraging for so many people to see that, right? Because then people would actually be encouraged to follow their true calling. There's so many natural healers that would go down the medical path and be tremendous at it. There are so many natural teachers that if everyone just taught the stuff that they were passionate about, there's enough passion there that everything would be covered, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's encouraging. And I think that it would sure make life a lot easier. Yeah. I think the workplace would be a better place. Like I am a career optician and I help people see the work that they're born to do. I am absolutely positively doing the work that I was born to do. And it's not easy to get to that place. You know, Kyle Cease jump-started that for me. Jamie, you've been an amazing support, you know, that has helped me really tap into myself. Like you've been part of my journey that has helped me get to where I am today. And imagine if everybody in the workplace was doing the work that they were born to do, we would be happy. We'd be happy. We would be supportive. It would be, it would be transformational. The world would change. Can one person make a difference? Absolutely. You just live your passion. You do what you love. And yes, you can change the world just by being happy. Yeah. There's value in just being happy and the energy that that emits to the people around you. You know, you feel it when you walk into a store, you can tell if the person who walks in behind you is in a good mood or a bad mood without even talking to them. Energy communicates an awful lot. And when it's positive, loving, kind energy, things usually go 
exactly the way you want them to. Yes, yes. And you, you know, you tried to work for someone else and you did a great job. I mean, you were great at what you did. Right. Yeah. But it's like, nope, the universe has their own ideas. Like I wasn't meant to work for someone else. You're not meant to work for somewhere else. You just yeah. you listen, like you listen and you, you, does it feel good? We always talk about this. How does it feel? How does it feel? Like if it feels good, it's right. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. And, you know, you don't have to build everything in one day. Like for you, you know, you started with one thing. Right. And now you've expanded. Now you have patterns. Now you're doing murals. Now you're doing custom work. Um, you're, you're, TikTok videos, they're great. You have to see Jamie's TikTok videos. They're so good. Um, she's so giving and so sharing. And every once in a while, you'll show a video of like what it takes for you to pack stuff up. And we, 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 you know, all of these boxes with stuff. And it, it, I, I see a 30 second video, which probably took you hours to do. <laughs> you know, or, or you'll show like a picture in the back with like paint. Oh, there's paint and there's cups and, you know, but. Um, I can tell that you absolutely positively love, love, love your work. I do. And, you know, if, if I had, I've, I've always been told that I could do anything I wanted and that I'd be supported in whatever I wanted to do. But what I never learned uh, also that kind of couples with this is that what, what you love to do can change. It doesn't have to be something that you're going to do from the time you graduate college or high school or wherever until you retire. Mm -hmm. keep following what you enjoy and you can do once you do it once with one thing it, it there's there's no fear in this for me anymore because I know that if I've been able to do it with this I can do it with the next thing that I'm interested in so if this ever goes away for some reason that I can't even imagine that's all right there'll be something else that I'll want to do and then I'll do it with that because I was able to do it with this so I can again and so just remembering that you can change what that thing is and try as many different things as you can. That's the only way you're going to figure out what it is that you actually enjoy, right? As much as I enjoy this painting, I have so many different things that spiral off of this that I want to try and I want to learn and I want to see how that impacts everything, right? It's constant experimentation and do what you love. There is a market for it. Even just documenting your journey on from today forward, I'm just going to do the things that I love to do and I'm going to experiment and see what happens and see what inspiration comes to me. Even just documenting it and telling your story can be a career. There's no limits. Mm -hmm. But if you're not super clear on what you want, you're going to find yourself going towards stuff that you don't actually want to go towards. Yeah, right. It, that's beautiful. You don't have, and you don't have to get up every day and feel great. Like you and I, we know we love Abraham Hicks, right? We love Abraham Hicks. So how do you feel better? You know, you do something that feels good. You know, like it seems so simple, but you know, when, when I'm in a bad mood, I don't want to do something that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do sometimes something. wallowing feels good. <laughs> yeah. I want to wallow. Don't yeah. bug me. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, totally. but it does, right? So you need the mentors. You spoke about Gary V. Like he's, you know, he motivated you. He got you guys. But Abraham Hicks has definitely been a big, a big thing for us. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a couple of those content creators, right? That when they when they pop up on your screen, even if you don't watch every single thing that they do, when stuff pops up and their their voice just hits you every once in a while. And you know that when you hear their voice that you need to stop for a second and listen because there's probably some value there. And those are the two big ones. Well, that's you. People stop yeah. and listen to you. That's crazy. Yay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, before we wrap up, is there anything that you would like to add or say? 
no, thank you for letting me do this with you. This is super, super fun. And, and just to anybody who is listening, everybody who's listening and watching, just if you, if you want to do something, there is a way to get it done. Mm -hmm. okay. Plain and simple. All right, Jamie, how can our listeners find you? Um, I am Mandela Love Affair on TikTok, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. So if you go to any of those social media platforms, there will be a link in my bio that will also take you to my online uh, store. I do have a website as well as my YouTube channel too. Okay. All right. So this is Deborah Brown Volkman for Wisdom Comes With Wrinkles. This is episode three. I want to thank you so much for listening. Jamie, I want to thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for having me. All right. And I will see you all next time.